Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. It's a common sense recap of the big stories. It's Cats and Cosby on 77 WABC. And who is better to tell us what the heck is going on then? Then Alan Dershowitz, Professor Alan Dershowitz, with his great new book called Get Trump. Uh, Professor they're Dershowitz. Getting, they're, they're getting Trump. Yeah, yeah, by, yeah, by the way, before we get to the student loan, let's talk about how they are getting Trump that John just brought up. This is amazing, Professor Dershowitz, because there's also some news today that the Department of Justice is preparing to seek indictments, more indictments on the classified documents. Uh, can you believe it's like as if they didn't do enough to get Trump like your book? <laughs> Well, I'm not surprised when you assign somebody to get somebody else. And that's what special counsel, special prosecutors are. You know, they should have simply said, look, there's been a problem. Former officials have been taking stuff home with them. It started years ago. It involves Democrats, Republicans alike. We have a special counsel. We're going to appoint you to look at the problem of classified material. Is it overclassified? Are the rules clear? No, they didn't do that. They said, there's only one person we want you to get. We want you to get Trump. We want you to get him on classified material. If you can't get him on classified material, get him on the January 6th. If you can't get him on January 6th, get him on uh, what happened in, in, in Atlanta, Georgia. If you can't get him on that, well, maybe the state district attorney in New York will get him on some failure to disclose in a public forum hush money that was paid to allegedly cover up an adulterous affair. But we'll get him. One way or another, we'll get him. And I entitled my book, Get Trump, not because I'm so original or creative. That was the campaign on which Letitia James and on which Alvin Bragg ran for office. Get Trump, and they're trying to get him by any means possible. Let the Constitution be damned. Yeah, John, this is insane. And, Judge, I mean, the fact they're talking about maybe... 30 to 45 oh. additional charges, Judge Weinberg. Come on. And Alan, what's, what's really troubling to me is they're not satisfied with the judge down in Florida. So looking to bring it in different jurisdictions that they think are going to be more friendly. For example, New York, New Jersey, District of Columbia. What do yeah, you think? They're venue shopping. shopping. That's, that's judge shopping. It's unethical. It's wrong. They got a very good judge in, in Florida. She made the right decision early on about having a special master appointed to go through lawyer-client privilege material. The Justice Department shouldn't be doing that. Yes, she was reversed, but she was right, and the Court of Appeals was wrong, and they should not be trying to get rid of her. She seems very clear and objective, and and, uh, if they search for a judge that they think will be part of the Get Trump campaign, it'll just delegitimate the whole inquiry even further. Uh, Alan, Alan Dershowitz. Why are they afraid of a good judge? Yes. Alan Dershowitz, you know, I'm middle of the road guy like you. You know, I have my yeah. Democratic friends. I have my Republican friends. Right. But, but I think the Democrats have the, have, have the point for 2024. You ready for this? Uh oh. We wanted, we wanted to give you every 26 million students $10,000 each. And the Republicans, the Supreme Court refused to 
But you put us in office in 2024, we will give you the 10000 That sounds like a Huey Long promise. <laughs> <laughs> Alan Dershowitz, uh, is that going to be the, uh, the big uh, the pitch for uh, election for 2024? It could be, but it's a lie. It's not the Supreme Court. Oh, they don't care. <laughs> don't let that get in the way. It's yeah, yeah. Congress who denied it. If Congress had said explicitly that the president has the authority to hold back on the loans under all circumstances. There wouldn't have been a debate. This, this decision of the Supreme Court is not about loans. It's about whether Congress has to be clear when it delegates its constitutional authority. Remember, Article One of the Constitution says all revenue bills, all revenue bills have to originate in the House and they have to be confirmed by the Senate. The Senate wasn't clear. The House wasn't clear. And that's why the Supreme Court reversed this. So don't blame it on the... But they're going to use it yeah, to John's point. <laughs> when you're a student, when you're 20 years old, 30 years old, you owe $10,000, you hear what you want to hear. You, want, you hear that, you, oh, you vote for us and we'll, and we'll forgive the money guaranteed. Yeah, but there's, there's a larger issue here, Alan. I'm very troubled by it. And you clerked on the Supreme Court of the United States. You, you appreciate yeah. this. It seems to me that you have a sector of the political community has declared war one, on the Supreme Court as an institution, and number two, with trumped-up charges on alleged conflicts by sitting Supreme Court justices. What do you say about that? Look, I, I agree. I think that um, people fail to understand that the Supreme Court is essentially making institutional decisions, not decisions based on a particular case, but institutional decisions. Who has the power? Congress or the president. Sometimes the Congress is going to be Republican. Sometimes it's going to be Democrat. The same thing is true with the other cases, affirmative action and the uh, gay case involving uh, uh, um, marriage. Uh, these are institutional decisions. And, and the idea that you know, people think that they're based purely on political. Let me give you the best example, the example of uh, race-based affirmative action. What the Supreme Court did in a 6-3 decision was the liberal thing. It's what William Douglas, the most liberal justice in history, called for 50 years ago. What I called for, a pretty liberal guy, 50 years ago, I said, get race out of college admissions. Let's focus on poverty. Let's focus on disability, on individual factors. That's a liberal decision, not a conservative decision. It's Martin Luther King, who I heard, I was there when he made his famous statement, I have a dream that someday my children will be judged not by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. And that's what the Supreme Court said, and I applaud it 100%. Right, but but to John's point, clearly they're spinning. You know the irony, too, and you know this all too well, uh, Professor Dershowitz, in the decision, just even on the student loan, they were basically quoting uh, you know, the side that, of course, was saying this should be struck down. They were quoting the president himself and Nancy Pelosi, because they're both on tape in previous circumstances. What a surprise, John. Hypocrisy saying that, you know, there's no grounds for, for forgiving the loan. You can't but do it. That's I all. know. So, I know. so it's purely unconstitutional. They realize that. Yeah, yeah but, but, but you're a lawyer. The I, average person in the street doesn't give a damn. Yeah, they you're don't care. Right. Exactly. That's, to John's point, they don't wepo- care. They're, we- they're weaponizing decisions they don't like. From an independent branch of government for a political Both purpose. Us, we're going to give you ten thousand dollars. Yeah, and you uh, know what they're doing? They're also putting it out saying Rudy the MAGA Washington. court, the MAGA uh, court. You see well, the line already. Uh, and they professor? also want to pack the court. They want to pack the court. Right. But fortunately, President Biden has been against it because he knows that if they try to pack the court, 
the American people won't approve of it any more than they did when Franklin no, Delano FDR tried, tried to right. pass the court back in the 1930s. So, you know, the radicals, the extremists, the Cory Books, the uh, Bushes, the, you know, those people, they want to pack the court. Professor. And a lot of Democrats who will go along with them, but it, I hope it doesn't work. Professor, yeah. now I'm going to give you the political answer. Uh, sure. Get Trump. And that is that more and more charges will come. Uh, these people are desperate. They have to be. We all know Trump's personality. So if yeah. Trump gets back in office, he was a neophyte the first time, but he knows now the second time. And a lot of people will wind up going to jail and losing their job behind that whole deep state argument that he makes. And, and what we see happening to the Constitution now, uh, charges will be brought against a lot of people. So you're going to see a lot of desperate acts over the next year or so uh, to well, get from no, you're no right. question. We live in a tit-for-tat time. Yeah. They're trying, you know, uh, Congressman Bro, woman Robart wants to impeach Trump, uh, Biden, on exactly the grounds that I argued you couldn't impeach Trump. Uh, and she voted for that, and others voted for that, saying it has to be a crime. Treason, bribery, other crimes and misdemeanors. Now there are some Republicans, only some, who want to impeach Biden. Now maybe there are grounds, but not abuse of power or uh, dereliction of duty. Those are not constitutionally permissible grounds. So there's a lot of hypocrisy on all sides. Now, Professor, I was I had dinner with a friend of mine a couple of days ago, and he says there was no way I was going to support Trump. But, no. but, but, but. He's the only guy that's tough enough to stand up against the uh, the, the swamp in uh, Washington. That's yeah. what he said to me. By the way, well, I know a number. Are, I know a number gonna of go people after said it, John. that. He's going to go after it. Oh yeah, yeah. And, but and yeah, you, you you have to be on the inside looking out to be, to be able to go after anybody. Yeah, and by the way, let's take a right perspective here, correct perspective. It's not good to weaponize governmental institutions. Prosecutorial function, judicial function against your political enemies. Not when the Democrats well, do it, not when the Republicans yeah, no, do it. No right. one should do it. And wait, the wait, other wait, thing that was interesting, moving. when yeah. we had, who do we have on, uh, uh, that, that said to us that when I asked them, does Christopher Ray, the FBI director, know what's going on and why doesn't he stand up? He said it might not be Christopher Ray. It might be the people was around Chairman, him. It was, it was Chairman Comer. Comer, that's what Com- I thought. James Chairman Comer, Comer. Comer yep. said that. Chairman Comer, yep. when he was and here in the studio. somebody else I talked to verified that. Now, but somebody, there's got to be somebody that's honest in the Department of Justice, somebody that's honest in in the FBI that's going to stand up Pat, and say enough is Pat, enough. I don't, I don't buy any of that. Mayor Garland knows what's going on, and so does Christopher Ray. I just like we're sitting here and we see what's going on. They know what's going on. Yeah, you can't plead ignorance. You, no, you I can't, mean, you're either you incompetent or you're you, lying. Exactly, Which one? Exactly. You know? I mean, give me a choice, right, Judge? Right. So, so Alan, where do yeah. we go from here? If we're trying to have a common sense approach, we're trying to bring the country together. You have these decisions that are merit-based by the Supreme Court. It's being politicized by the White House as we speak. Where do we go and how do we handle that to bring us back to a common sense center? Well, it's going to be very hard because colleges and universities are going to try to circumvent the Supreme Court decision. Remember, colleges and universities have racial quotas. They don't call them racial quotas, but they're quotas. They have floors. If you go below 10 percent for African-Americans, you'll have demonstrations. If you go above 20 percent for Asian-Americans, you'll have demonstrations. So there are floors and ceilings. They're quotas. And the courts 
have said, no, you can't do that. But the universities, the president of Harvard made a statement right after the decision came down. And she said, look, we're going to still kind of do what we have to do to create diversity. She was basically saying, we'll do what we can to comply with the Supreme Court's decision, but we're going to try our best not to change what we're doing now. But the Supreme Court has said, you have to change what you're doing now. And so there's going to be a big, big series of cases that come up. Yeah. Yes. There's going to be a lot of challenges. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Professor Dershowitz, thank you. Happy uh, uh, thank you. Uh, Happy 4th uh, of July, 247th uh, birthday of our nation. I hope we make it to 250 and 275. Yeah, really? Wow. We and to 300. We will. We will. It's a great country. We love it. And happy July 4th. Yeah, happy 4th. God bless you. Thanks.